Shoot, I come out here all the time. I try that Drake Hart psych. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening. If it does, I'll never show you guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find a way. I'll be like, I'll text Darlene and be like, yo. <laughs> yeah, snipe a picture while he's sleeping. Like, yeah. get, a pic, get a picture of him. <laughs> Remind me to tell you with MTZ and Dimitri. Remind me to tell you with. Remind me to tell you with. Remind me to. Remind me. Remind me to. Remind me. Remind me to tell you with MTZ and Dimitri. Hey guys. Hey girls. Yeah. Equal equal opportunity podcast. Um. What's up? It's episode 109 of the Remind Me to Tell You podcast. 10999. Yeah. And guess what, guys? Guess what? We got new Drake to talk about. Drizzy. Just <laughs> always a good day. I feel like, you know, I mean, we, we, we do our fair share of making fun of Drake, too, but he's undeniably, yeah. like, one of the best ever. Um, he's a goat and established himself as a goat. I, f- I even feel like the asterisk is shrinking. Um, now that I assume he's writing, I assume... Drake. See, I assume Drake, assume, <laughs> which makes the asterisk not go away. That's true, because you always it, have to think about it. it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one for him, man. It's well, it's yeah. not tough for him. He he don't give. He's a, fine. Well, he's having a good time. He, he's fine, but he 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 does give a shit. I don't want to say he doesn't give a shit, but um, yeah. I mean he's he's coming uh, hard. But he, he's a, he's making good music. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Um shout out I wanna say shout out to Jassar. If Jassar yeah. is listening, shout out Jassar. Jassar does not like Drake. Oh <laughs> so, okay. So like Yeah, bear he, with he, us, Jassar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking of this because you you just said uh, you know, we have our fair share of making fun of him. Yeah. Drake, but um So does Drake. You know, he, he calls it you know, he has all types of adjectives about Drake's music, you know, which which I, I understand. Uh-huh. You know, I understand why he's saying these things. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think he he doesn't think that he sucks by any means. He just is like, no, this is just the same repetitive music right. out. But the people we but the masses eat it up nonetheless. Right. And we'll yeah. talk about it because of the new project. Yeah. And I actually heard that about about this new project. Um, also. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, Scary Hours Two. Scary Hours Two. Three songs. I was I was I was excited, I'll admit. When I saw it pop up. Um and I clicked on it and I was like, oh, three three songs? It's just an appetizer. Right. Okay, Drake. But yeah. I I'll 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 take three new Drake songs. That's cool. Um and so I was, I was excited to listen to it and you know, I checked it out. I even got I listened to it a couple times in the car, which I was excited about. Um and liked did a lot. I feel like he he did a good job of picking good appetizers, like three really strong Drake songs. Uh, yeah, you know the one by himself, which I think he has a, a video for. Shoot, what was that one called? The first one. Uh, what's next? What's next? Um, yeah. and then you know, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> and yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's slow down and I guess talk talk through that one a little bit because he has a video for that one. Uh, and Drake's been knocking these videos out the park as he does. Um, I like this one a lot. I, it it gave me like a King of Toronto vibe. Um, we've been talking about <laughs> talking about snow videos, um, yeah. and it's a you know it's snowy. It's about to be sixty it's, tomorrow. It's, about to be 60. It'll, it's Chicago. <laughs> it's Chicago. It'll be right? snowy again. Um, well, but I saw yeah. that. I'm like, yo, yeah, right? 
right when we have a bright idea <laughs> for real um yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean he's he's having a good time he's I, i've seen pictures before this came out i think before the video dropped uh or at least before i saw the video of his like heart part in his hair <laughs> and i also saw people trying to copy it and failing <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> apparently terrible yeah why um, would you do that though I was thinking about that too. If you're, if you're a fan, like, I get it, you're a fan, okay, but <laughs> that's that's a bit much, man. I mean, a lot of people had the half moon part because of Nas, right? Back in the day, I had a half moon part in like third grade because of Nas. But that's totally but that's, different. That's totally different. That was a normal, very much more normal, right, thing than a heart part, which sounds cool, heart part. Um, but you know, people are Drake stands, like. <laughs> yeah but yeah I don't, it's almost copying like copying a face tattoo i mean it's way more way less permanent but right <laughs> same kind of vibe it's like dude that is quite like, blatantly that, like when you get that are you saying that you as well sir are a certified lover boy yeah i heart drake um oh is what that says i think <laughs> i heart i heart drake's heart hair my heart I'd rather, heart part. I'd rather just say, yeah, I'm also a certified lover boy. <laughs> yeah, just let people know. You can say that. Um, you can still convey that through the mask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, you know, Drake-ish. But it's a cool video. Um, he's standing on top of the... Is it Space Needle? Or is that Seattle? I don't know what their needle's called. Space Needle is Seattle. But you know, they're, they're bigger the tower, Space Needle. Tower, yeah. yeah, whatever they call that thing. Shout out to Toronto. You guys are yelling at us right now. Um, shout out Seattle as well. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Seattle. It's <laughs> <laughs> your other needle. Um, <laughs> other tower. But uh, no, it's cool. And, you know, get a dope ass, um, you know, uh, Ben's just doing power slides around his plane on the tarmac. And, um, you know, get the SUV with the snow plow in front. He's hanging out the window. It's just cool. He's having fun. Let me ask you, dude, because I, I, watched, I watched the video once. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was cool. Um, this is going to sound silly, but was there like any CGI action in this? In oh, this yeah. Video? I assume where he's standing on top of the freaking thing, that's fake. Um, yeah. But- I think there was like a stunt driver for him power sliding around, around a plane <laughs> is probably. Well, OK. Real. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess that wasn't my. Which part? The part? No, that's real. Because <laughs> I try to mess my line it up. Thing. That's a real thing. I don't know. I watched it once and it was like real quickly, you know. So I wasn't mm-hmm. really focusing much on it. Yeah. Um. It was something. I don't know. I I think I, I've just been too uh amped up for this uh the the Snyder cut version of the Justice League movie that's coming Justice out in a couple League, of Justice weeks. Oh. And. I've been watching a lot of these um, superhero movies, and right. I've just been watching no- and and WandaVision. I've been watching. Oh, I haven't you know, seen that, but every I mean, week that's all Twitter's watch talking it. about. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Watch it. Especially and, now that it's, oh, like it's like a I'm, billion Vision memes <laughs> every yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta check it out. So I'm seeing a lot of CGI everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting like confused now at this. Point. <laughs> you know, I'm like, is this I'm a like, Drake deepfake? Like, what's this? You would think that you would think I would know more because I've seen so much CGI. But yeah. I'm like, wait, can't tell why is Drake in? Is Drake in a superhero movie right now? Like, I'm right. almost confused. You know, so yeah, I think I've been watching way too much lately. I need to chill out. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, that's also a real thing that we are at a point where it's hard to tell what's real in, in videos that you see on the internet. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. Um, shout out to everybody I was arguing about whether lizard people are real and Dr. Fauci is wearing a, a mask, but <laughs> it's a crazy conversation I had uh, a couple of days ago. Um, but not, I, I don't know. I, I think there are definitely parts where, like, yeah, y'all probably didn't really do that. Um, yeah. Specifically where he's standing on top of the... It actually reminded me of the the Views cover where he's like yeah. shrunk down and sitting on top of it. Obviously, right, it was way right, faker right. than than this looked. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I mean, he, it's, it's I think it's a cool thing too that he's Drake. So like, I don't know, maybe they shut it down and he really did that. Um, <laughs> but right. I doubt it. Uh, and you know, there's really dope shots in an aquarium. Shout out again, shout out to Toronto. I feel like it was a very Toronto video. And so I feel like if you're from Toronto, like, I feel like if it was Chicago, it'd be like, yo, they shut down, they rented out the Shed Aquarium and shot this dope video at yeah, the Shed, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. it's that kind of thing. Or he's like, he's on top of the Sears Tower, like Batman. Um, yeah. But yeah, shout out to everybody who still calls it the Sears Tower, because that's what it's called. Um, it's definitely called the Sears Tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, I mean, it wasn't an amazing video, right? There's nothing spectacular. Well, right. I mean, clearly it was like a spectacle, but there's nothing spectacular about it. Right. Um, but the song, I felt like, is a, a good Drake song. So, the, you know, the project, well, you know, whatever this, what we call this is Scary Hours 2 is three songs. And I felt like this one was just Drake. And I, I totally feel what Josiah is saying, what I've heard people say that, you know, he's not breaking any new ground. He's not saying anything different or new. Right. Like, yeah, I know. But I like <clears throat> what Drake, you know, I like Drake songs. <laughs> and this is yeah, it's a just, Drake song. It's just catchy enough. Right. He know it's like he knows where that line is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where so he's not he's not going over that line, he's not going under it. He just yeah. knows where he can go uh on autopilot. Right. He's perfected and, the recipe and he's like, Cha-ching, right. ring the register, make right. make another Drake song, and here we go. And as a fan of him, you I I I, I kinda don't like okay. Uh-huh. I'll say this about Scary Hours too, as a totality. I felt like Okay, cool. New Drake, he yeah. must it must be getting close to putting out his his album, right? right? If he's putting out these The What's Next song was actually leaked a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like when that happens, it's almost like him and OVO and 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 his people are are trying to test the waters to right. see hey, which one is going to stick. Right. Uh remember the last time he put out Scary Hours, the first one, it had God's plan in there. God's mm. plan is like one of his biggest, if not his biggest Huge. single to date. Right. Yeah. And that turned out to be, it hit. It yeah, stuck. That's a, that a huge run. Yeah. Right. So he put that on what album was God's Scor- Scorpion. Yeah. Scorpion. And that was a big single to put onto his album that just helped all of his streams as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, this isn't God's plan. So I feel like, no, it's yeah. not God's plan, but it's catchy enough um, and I feel like that's what he's doing where he's like, okay, let's put out a couple of things. And if they, they stick, then cool. We could add it to the album and we could be mm-hmm. additional, you know, right. not that he needs any help with right. streams. Yeah. He could, he could have an album full of new, completely new music and he'll still it's break all the records. Yeah. But that's just how they do it. It's strategic. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. he just, he goes, he goes, he knows what, um, he knows what, the people are going to be cool with. He knows that he's going to have people like he, he says, I, I don't know what song it was. I don't think it was what's next, but he says like, what was the line? He said, he said, 
about his albums being classic, but instead of calling uh, it classics, yeah, they call they, call they go back to it and call it a sleeper. <laughs> right. And I'm like, hold on, Drake. Views is not a classic or a sleeper. Like it, it's neither of them yeah. to me. And he'd me, say, thought, ten years, watch you call it a sleeper." But I don't know about that, Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can see where he where he's because you know I'm sure as Drake, right? You hear all the feedback from everybody. Yeah. So I'm sure he's heard people call albums that we do consider like amazing albums sleepers because they miss it the first time. Right. Um, you know, and again, as we always say, you, you, you as a rapper get to talk as much trash as you want to. You should of think course. you're the best thing ever in every one of, of your albums. Of course. If it doesn't hit is a sleeper. Um, of course. But yeah, I, I, that line I think stood out to me too. <laughs> I yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I, I laughed when he said that because I'm like, no, Views is not a sleeper. <laughs> it's, it's not a, I felt like he was talking to me. Yeah. I yeah. He was talking to us, you know, like, when, when he when I heard that line. Yeah, but no. And I'm like, no, it's, no. it's neither. Right? Yeah, but we're it's, right. It's we cool we assess it you know, appropriately. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but okay, so my, my take on the, the whole three songs, Scary Hours 2, is. I, I like the songs. I'm with you. I'm with mm-hmm. you on that. Um, I like the songs. I just, but I can see it. It only further, further the argument of the people that really don't really like Drake, of him not really bringing something new right. to the table. But at the same time, D, we've never we we could never have expected that of Drake. Drake wasn't doing that. Anyways, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a different artist than a Kanye, right? I think one of the things that you appreciate about Kanye is the artistry of it. His willingness to say, this might not be popular, but I, as an artist, I'm going to grow and try new things. And I'm going to go left sometimes and left and left and left and make a circle. (laughs) Or somehow make four left turns and not end up where I was. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Exactly. and, And I feel like as, so aside from musical sonic quality right aside from what it sounds like i feel like we appreciate that about artists that you're willing to grow as an artist and see what what the next sound is going to be and try new things and drake doesn't really do that much like he kind of he's drake and he makes drake songs (laughs) and you're, you're gonna get a drake song typically right sometimes a little variation but you know you pretty much know what you're gonna get from from drake songs i think you can almost make that argument early on of Jay-Z because you know that 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 Drake is following in in Jay-Z's mm-hmm. footsteps right as far as like just following his career right yeah and when we talk about his music i think the big part of Jay that will forever separate him and Drake as far as musically is concerned is that i i, I make the comparison of Jay-Z and Drake because Jay-Z if you just take content alone Mm -hmm. for most of his career before he did american gangster before Mm -hmm. he did 444 Mm -hmm. most of these albums before he had big name beefs (laughs) he had a a stretch of just putting out great music and he kind of i don't want to say he coasted i'm not bad mouthing but it was jay-z songs it was what you knew it would sound like but he had albums that were just it was just albums full of bangers, basically, mm-hmm. right? But the thing about Jay-Z that makes him different is that he got producers along the way of Timbaland, Pharrell, well, yeah. uh, Swiss Beats that made the cut of the album and just made his album go to a different level. Right. Whereas Drake, he has his group of producers and have kind of stuck with that same dark 
that Atlantis float, that Atlantis, Atlantis sound <laughs> underwater outside the club, outside the club, <laughs> outside the club sound. Right. And yeah. that's not a bad thing. He's found he's found his uh his niche, but um Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that he should go tap the shoulder of of Timbaland and yeah, no. say, Hey, give me some some of your beats. Uh but I, I feel like that's a big part of why yeah. people don't say that about Jay. I that's mean, the, true. The, the variety came, the variation came from the the big, you know, big Stop. personality producers right, who right. really infused their personality and style. Kanye, just Blaze, right? Like, think about it. You know what I mean? So yeah, so Jay Z was freer to be just Jay Z and say this exactly. is my flow and this, you know. Exactly. Although, as Jay Z has said for years, for decades, he's got a billion flows, and but yeah. still, you know, is a there's a Jay-Z that you come to expect in terms of like what he delivers on a verse or on a song. And you're right. I, I think the, the variety that we got and felt and appreciated came from having those big producer personalities. That, so that variation in sound came from their production. Exactly. And he, and is, he, was, he was able to use those group. billion flows yeah. on these different <laughs> right. big ass blockbuster beats, right. you know, and I'm not saying, cause Drake can do that as well. I believe he can. He just hasn't as far as albums are concerned think about mm-hmm. it like his albums his production is his his circle right mainly. and jay-z didn't really do that like jay-z you know like, no. as we just said it's different when you 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 say i'm going to partner with these big producers as opposed to this is my team and i'm gonna keep that keep that circle right. tight right. um yeah it's a different thing you end it's up different. with a different 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 sound and different catalog yeah right doing that so so I, I i like this uh ep from drake or you know this this three three track pack um but I, I can see why people are like, well, it's kind of yeah. same old, you know. But yeah. I do think that he's using this to kind of test the waters to see which one of these three, if any, are going to be able to do enough to add on to the album in any kind of way, you know. And yeah. I, I honestly, you know, although I like the three tracks, um, I don't know. I, it, it'd be cool if, if none of them make it because that way it's just more more new yeah. music, you know. Yeah, and these will stand on their own as, as what they are. Um, but yeah, the second track on there is is the little baby feature, and I heard so I, I'd listened to it once when I saw a tweet that said, you know, basically like you know, it was one of those tweets where somebody says like, "Yo, he bodied you on your own song, whatever." That he basically he, that little little baby outshined him, and so I went back to it and listened to it, and then you know, as I listened to it more, I found myself skipping back, like dra- dragging that that cursor, um, that play marker. Uh-huh. halfway back in the song and i'm like i'm gonna skip that first drake part because i want to hear little baby again because little baby spazzed on here i feel like he really really put his foot in it and said i think you know there's a line where he says you know my basically says i'm coming out of my shell my shell's cracking and i'm, I'm coming smarter or whatever he said um i, I think the line was <laughs> that the line that he had was i'm not a goat but i fit the description yeah <laughs> and he when did I that one I was just like, "Is she getting deep and okay, keeping okay, digging or something baby. like that?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, okay, little baby." Yeah, this is an okay, I little baby. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. and you know, we yeah. we have said for a while, and I think we, you know, we at least I warmed up to little baby slowly over time. Yeah, um, but I mean, we've long acknowledged that he's he's running things and yeah. and and is doing really really well and right. way more impressive than I gave him credit for right. uh, initially when he first came into the game. Um, 
Wait, it was the name. Yeah. The name did it. Did it? it did it? Came us in. in with a, a bunch of babies. It was, yeah. it was the thing. A lot of babies at one time. <laughs> yeah, babies at one time. Um, but I, I was. I mean, I'm so impressed by this verse. Um, and you know, if you hear this, hear us say that, and go back and listen to it, it's not. It, he's not Kendrick, Kendrick on this song. Right, it, right. But I mean, he he went hard. And but he but he busted through the door. He did. He, he really did. made a and name for himself. Held his own on a Drake track, and and I would say I agree. Like outshine Drake on the, on this song. Like he he just yeah. spazzed mm-hmm. and went nuts on it, and it was amazing. I really I really like his verse on that. Yeah, song. Lil Baby did his thing on it. I I agree. I think he had the better verse. Um, I liked and I liked Drake's uh section to it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I felt like he was his his first his intro bars were like I was like okay he's trying to. He's rapping, rapping right now. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, we gotta talk about it. We have to. That's the Kanye line. Oh. And his verse. Wait, what's the Kanye line? Uh, I missed that. He said that he needs some Jesus. He might link oh, up with yes. Yeezy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if yeah. but if he confesses he that, a couple times, he wouldn't yeah. believe him. And yeah. a lot of people obviously were like, "Yeah, that's because of Drake linked up with Kanye." Drake would tell Kanye that he fucked Kim. <laughs> Kanye and Kanye Yo, I would- didn't even put that together. He like totally yeah. slipped my mind that they're not friends. Um, they're not friends, and and that's the thing too. That's See, funny people, people, you know, um, jumped on Kanye throughout those. I don't know how long oh, now it's been wow. since they've had their issues. Uh, that that uh, Drake or that Kanye uh, has kept talking about Drake. Uh, but listen, Drake puts out more music and on a regular basis right. than Kanye these days. And if it's not a subliminal line, nah, this, yeah, this is the least subliminal straight, of them all. Right. And, 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 uh, look, oh, wow. That's a whole other, new light. Wow. They're, they're in each other's heads. Yeah, for sure. Whether they want to admit it or not. Um, so, and some people thought that the line was like, oh, maybe he's cool with Kanye now. I didn't look at it that way. I, I Drake, actually, my initial thought was that, but I wasn't remembering all the history. And in yeah, light of no. the history, Drake, that Drake line rings different. Petty. Yeah, that Drake line rings Drake is too petty different. to... to, to uh, Wowzers. Yeah, no. Drake Drake is not saying that as if, like, hey, we're cool. <laughs> it's more like, hey, I should do this. That's a way funnier line now. And think about it. They just filed for divorce. You think Drake doesn't right. know when to put these? Right. He's talking. We just said yeah. that earlier, yep. right? That he's him and his team are calculating. He got on his Google calendar. Like, that's. He's <laughs> 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 like, I can get divorced today. He's you like, watch me post me and Kim the very next day. <laughs> day after court. Right. He, watch. He don't. He don't. Um, <laughs> he don't care no more about. He's he's acknowledged that. Yes. He looks at Kanye as one of the greatest that he's. Um, have to, yeah. That he's he's looked up to and all that, but uh, he's good. Like he's good. He he's moved past the point in his career where he he may feel like he need, quote unquote needed Kanye to be on his oh, no. side, uh, yeah. especially how things have turned out, you know, over the years. Um, so wow. yeah, I wow. mean, take take for how you how you want it. Uh, but that you know, Drake had another wow shot or jab at at, at Kanye. So. Wow, that's yeah, that, that line, totally that, changes that, like what I was thinking because I'm like uh, initially I I think I had the same initial thought just not thinking through the history and then I'm like no there's no I, I feel like at this point there's no other way to read that because we is Drake bro I think yeah I think if, if Drake went there and made amends and they hung out and we're all good we would have heard about that 
we would have known. And so clearly that hasn't, I I think you're right that that hasn't happened. And so that, yeah, that line is, it definitely takes on different meaning now. Oh, it's 100% a shock. (laughs) I did not look at it for a, (laughs) not for a brief moment that, oh, hey, maybe they're Uh, good. No, Drake. I heard that and I was just, I had a a slight smirk. I was like, look, I I appreciate it. You know, out of of all the people, of course, I'm going to appreciate the petty. Now you Um, don't want to make me petty. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, that was the line that I felt like people were talking about more than the fact that little baby busted through the door and uh, did his thing. So it'll, it'll be that way for a little while, but after time, they're going to be like, you know what? Little baby killed that right. shit. So, yeah, less controversial, but dope verse. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Let's let's get to it, man. It's this, the this last the track one. of this EP. It's the one. There's the meat. There's the appetizer of the appetizer. This one is an appetizer you could order and it could be its own meal. <laughs> Let me get the eight piece <laughs> lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. <laughs> and the name originally, I was like, "What? Lemon pepper freeze?" But yes. Ab- when I saw absolutely. the title, I was like, "Yes, absolutely." <laughs> oh Lord! Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lemon pepper freestyle. And you know Drake. when you, yeah, you know when the Drake puts freestyle in the in the title, it's about to be yeah. one, right? When he puts freestyle or a timestamp <laughs> in a location, <laughs> you're right. It's about to go he's, off. <laughs> he's gonna wrap circles around that beat. Yeah. Uh, but this is lemon pepper, so you gotta add the lemon pepper boss. Yeah, yeah boss. Rick Ross. And again, when you see that too, right? When you see featuring, you see Drake featuring Rick Ross. It's a rap. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. It was like a three hit combo. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, feelings when the track right. list came out. Uh, the the title has freestyle in yeah. it. The title has lemon pepper in yeah. it, and the title has featuring Rick Ross. Gotta be uh, the lemon pepper boss. Um. <laughs> Man, you're gonna be in for a doozy, and it was a third track too. So you're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're closing out this uh, right. little EP with this. Yep. Uh, Drake featuring Rick Ross. Tell me, what do you think? I loved it. Um, you know, this is he he he. You talked about it before, but he definitely got to his in terms of production, got to that Atlantis sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, some little fed up soul sample. Uh, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and a great sample by the way. Um, yeah. great production on this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's, I, I think like those beats do, it kind of gets out the way and lets them, you know, the sample is amazing, so it sounds good, but it really gets out the way and just lets them go nuts on it. Not go nuts because, I, you know, it's hard to say that for, for Rick Ross cause he's just so smooth. Um, but it's, it's at least as good as what we've heard from, from those two. And I, f- I feel like, um, it might've been title, um, cause I think Elliot Wilson tweeted it, but they did a. A whole playlist of of mm. uh drake and rick ross which makes sense um but yeah i mean this i played very very loudly in the car because <laughs> it's just that cool it made me want it to be warmer actually i might play it tomorrow now it's gonna be a 60 right, right, right. <laughs> in chicago open up the sun like the windows down. yeah um, um i, I agree i you know my only gripe uh would be that ross's wrist was so short it was almost mm. like it wasn't necessary now I'm not saying it wasn't necessary. Of course, I'll take a Ross verse um, yeah. with with Drake alongside Drake uh, any day of the week. But um, it was yeah. short, but it, it was Drake's song, and I only say it was so short is because Drake just went off for like fucking two and a half minutes. I think right, like he just he did. He, he yeah, he did what he does on these free, these freestyles where he yeah. he said thanks Ross, and then he just <laughs> <laughs> kind of went there. 
and <laughs> he had the baton and yeah, Drake just never looked back. Ran. Yeah, yeah. Ross did a good, you know, quick forty yard dash. That's so funny. Ross did a forty yard dash. But yeah, it was like a relay race, and he's like, "I'll take three legs in a race." Ross, you you started off. You're right. um, but no, he did, and and it was, you know, I think it was personal in the sense that he. So of course, you guys know. I think if you've been paying attention, um, you know, it was a whole thing where where Pusha T outed that he had a son, and he was hiding, hiding the world from his hiding his son from the world. Um, but so now you know he's embraced that, and he's done it since. Um, but he's embraced that, and now I loved hearing him talk about going to parent teacher conferences. I loved it. I loved yeah. him, you know, talking and, and about. And this is to, not to cut <laughs> you off, yeah, dude, yeah. but this is something that that you know he 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 goes introspective on these freestyles. He does, yes. So for the people that says that, for the people that say that he doesn't, um, yeah, talk about anything differently. Yeah, come on. Well, here's here's. It's real life. This is it. Yeah. This, yeah. This is it. He's talking about. He's not talking just about. Um, <laughs> let's see what happens next. Okay. 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 He's yeah. He's telling you about his day to day. Exactly. Parent teacher conferences. Shout out. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it, he talks about the googly eyes, but so you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's so funny that the moms uh, were guys with their with their husbands do for a living, like sweating him. <laughs> It's like, all right, Drake. I mean, but you can see that. It's like, okay. See, and those lines, though, these is why people are going to, yeah, they're going to argue know. saying, ah, oh, he's not really that introspective because he's still talking I, about I mean, himself. if you were Drake, you would say that, too. If you could say, okay. I pull up to parent-teacher conferences in a caravan SUVs and, <laughs> and blow my cover, and they ask me if I know Beyonce and Nikki, and I'm like, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, too. Like, uh, duh. Um, but it was cool to hear. It was cool to hear him, you know, being a f- it was. family man to the extent that he is a family man. Even if it's just a couple of bars, it, it, it was bars. it was cool to it was cool to hear that he he was like he was like I I go drop my son off. In essence, he was like I drop my son off to school, and by the time I pick him up, I just made, made a couple million. Made another, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the lifestyle. That's I'm like man, you really picked him up. That's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering about that, but I guess that happens. Um, maybe maybe once that's true he's been to a parent teacher conference i'm sure yeah. especially in covid times it's the one that he you went on, to that you're on zoom of. drake like <laughs> although who knows what they probably all got the vaccine in his his kid's school right 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 um, that's true <laughs> but yeah no i thought it was cool i thought it was cool to get that glimpse of his his new dad life um so yeah, i mean it's just cool and, and and you know that they i think these three are what they are it's, it's a good appetizer to new drake music and i think it's a good indication that i mean to put these three out he's had a lot to pick from and cho- chose three i assume and chose three pretty good ones to to kind of lead off with um so it feels like we're leading into as you know sun as the days get longer some more sunshiny outside right. um it feels hopeful it feels like we're we're about to get some new good drake music um, definitely cool. I, I i saw academics who's who's i guess has a good relationship with drake at this point oh. um say that the album will come out maybe sometime in april which is we're just oh, a month wow. away, right? okay so, that's um it has to be because you know it was supposed to be in january then mm-hmm. it got moved because he said that he was recovering from his injury and then the partners here <laughs> <laughs> what injury? No, no, he uh, he 
he hurt his leg or something. Uh, oh, he okay. He something happened and he was uh, recovering, and uh, that's why people were laughing. They was like, "Yo, th- you're making music. You're not." <laughs> You're not running a full court press. You don't, yeah, you don't even need a good leg to do your Drake dances. Like. Yeah. And you're not even performing right now. Like, so right. what? What? What's the deal? But in any case, that's what All that's right. what he said. It's a painkiller. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I am curious, though. You know, thinking about it, since we talked about each each track, what's going to happen with these three tracks? It, you almost wanna. You almost don't want to believe that these are not going to go be placed on the album, right? Because this is a little baby feature who's one of the biggest, right. if not the biggest rap artist right now, currently. And then you have another Rick Ross classic. Yeah. Tra- like, you know. How do you leave him off? Yeah. Track. But, you know, I feel like if any of the three are going to make it, it would probably be what's next because they, it's probably the catchiest and it's probably, it's it's the one they put money behind by doing right. a CGI video for. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Yeah, they so, shut down the city to make the video. You better put it on the <laughs> right. album. Maybe he'll put all three of them towards like a bonus or something. Who knows that. what Drake's going to do. But uh, I, I am curious because the, the, I was a little surprised by seeing Rick Ross and Lil Baby as his features on this, this three-track mm-hmm. project. You know? Yeah, it also makes me wonder what else we, we have to look forward to in terms of features. Exactly. These are these are good as features go. Exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm even more excited about it. And and I'm not going to anticipate being disappointed. I'm, I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, he, he gave us he gave us three three good tracks, uh, like him or not. Um, yeah, it'll hold us down. But the last thing I want to talk about with this, this project is, you know, lemon pepper freestyle right and and drake and 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 um rick ross have had quite the run of making yeah. great songs together like mm-hmm. uh i told you i told d off air that kyle kuzma you know mm-hmm. like when drake puts out puts out music the celebrities the the athletes yeah run the twitter Especially and Bron and friends Right, yeah. recite lines and, and all that stuff, right? And, you know, KD did it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma, who's not on KD's level by any means, but Kyle Kuzma of the, yeah. of the Los Angeles Lakers uh, said that when Rick Ross and Drake link up, it's like Scotty and MJ. Hmm. And, you know, that's that's the go-to duo, right? right yeah, MJ yeah. and Scotty for Yeah, for you use Denver. that metaphor for all kinds of things. Use that. Yeah. Always. That's yeah. just the duo. Um, but LeBron, uh, who is buddies with Drake, obviously, right. and, and Ross, said, nah, it's <laughs> not Scotty. It's not MJ and Scotty. He said, relax, young blood. Yeah. He said, relax. <laughs> it's KD and Steph. Why? Because they never miss. That, Look at that, that. That's high praise. That's high praise. That's high you know, praise. that's a, it's a guy that he's talked mad shit about to Steph Curry in his face when he, <laughs> you know, when he had to because Steph had, Steph and the Warriors had beaten on LeBron's yeah, ass. What's she going to do? Yeah. Uh, but that's definitely high praise, calling calling Ross, the Ross and, and Drake combo a, a KD and Steph because they never miss. Right. And, and uh, high praise way, for in the other direction too, right? For for both. I mean, to, to KD and, and Steph too. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man. LeBron, LeBron knows what he's doing too, man. He's calculated as well. These guys grew in. They've so they're born in. So obviously LeBron 
and Drake have had Jay-Z and Jordan to look at and say, this is what I can learn from, this is where I can be better, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so we, I think what we see with them is, uh, I hesitate to say perfection, but what you see is the benefit that they've had of, of having really strong blueprints and saying, mm-hmm. yo, I could, this, is, this is where he could have done better and I'm going to do that better. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And if yeah. you go to episode 30, guys, <laughs> go listen you'll to see it. why we have LeBron listed as Drake and yeah. vice versa. Shout out to Anka. That took a few hours in the basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One of the few, few, uh, yeah. what would you call that? Off locations that we have? Right. Yeah. yeah. That was um, a, the longest brainstorm session that really production was. That meeting took, that we ever time. had. That took time. You guys go back and listen to it because that, that shit took time. Yeah. That shit took time to do. Um, that was the longest. <laughs> has to be episode 30 because yeah. we don't, we, we, if, if anything is longer, it's just because you and I are just great. We're just talking. Shit, you know, we're just talking. But yeah, um, that took a lot of effort. That took a lot of effort. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, you know, Drake and Rick Ross, you know, is a duo that have been great for years now years yeah. mm-hmm. it, you know actually like it's been over a decade right or a, about a decade worth of oh, time wow. because you know t- 2010 2011 is when drake put out his first album so they've had collabs ever since so mm. think about it right we have today we have lemon pepper freestyle but there's lord knows there's gold roses there's aston martin music oh my gosh there's stay scheming there's diced pineapples. There's Amon one. There's money in the grave. Oh there's free spirit. My gosh. There's no new friends. There's pop that. Oh my gosh. Wow. Now I know some of those is not just him and <laughs> right. the two of them. But they got but, together. But they were together. It's the two flavors, lemon and pepper, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lemon and pepper. Now, Ross, I have to say, I know you love lemon pepper. Lemon, lemon pepper is delicious. It is, yeah. But I might have to go and make a, a freestyle of my own and call it Mango Habanero. Garlic Parmesan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Garlic Parmesan freestyle. Do it. <laughs> I love the Garlic Parmesan wings, man. I love all of them. I love all the flavors. I might have to go wigs out right after this. Right? Uh, Ross, you got oodles of money. Throw us a check. Um, right? Shout out to Wingstop. <laughs> yeah, garlic parmesan's good. I like I like lemon pepper a lot. Like the mango. No, I, I think probably out of all of those at, at Wingstop, probably lemon pepper. Shout out to Ross. I do, I do, I do enjoy the lemon pepper as well. You know, you have to get the one where it's like multiple flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't just get one. Easier um, if you order online, so they don't give you that look. Like, really, like all these flavors. But yeah, I, I want them to give me that look. <laughs> I'll be ordering. Do like, it. Garlic yeah. parmesan, lemon pepper. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story, that um, real quick story of when me, VJ, and Sonny went to Spain and we were at the airport. I don't know which flight we were going to, mm-hmm. but we, we were at the airport and this is out of the country and we mm-hmm. there was a Starbucks in there. And VJ said that he would pay for my drink if I ordered... <laughs> In Rick Ross's voice, <laughs> you don't know this story. I, I don't think I've heard this story. Oh man, oh, and I did wow. it. I did it. I did. ordered the whole the whole <laughs> Benti iced. <laughs> Let's just say it was caramel macchiato. I don't know. Oh my gosh, Benti. <laughs> I want like a Benti. 
Caramel macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and you know i was able to do it because they don't know me. right you know you, you'll like, never see them again it's, it's okay it's not my corner starbucks <laughs> you know so uh i did it and then you know they paid for it so it shout cool. out to vj for making it happen yeah uh, that's crazy but don't shout him out that loud because he be making me do some dumb shit sometimes <laughs> that might be karma though because i i've made like pete do a lot of dumb shit and uh. when we were kids you know so Karma L Macchiato. We won't we won't get into it <laughs> in this episode, but um if they're listening, they they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh but lemon pepper freestyle, another great addition to the <laughs> the catalog that is Drake and Rick Ross. What are your guys' favorite? I don't know which one my favorite is. Um I'm probably gonna go either Aston Martin Music or Lord Knows, which is both very early Drake and Ross. It might be ASMR music. I it just uh, not even so, just that one, yes, but all, all the ASMR music's are amazing. So um, good, and that one in particular, I think, is just amazing. Right, so smooth, and Rick Ross just sounds so good on it. And I feel like at the time, I, no, I'm probably a little before that. Um, you know, I, I think at, at a certain point, just like some people have had to come to peace with, you know, this is who Drake is. And he's a little bit mm-hmm. corny, but I, I, I rock with it. Um, yeah. You know, we we had to come to terms with who Rick Ross is and just appreciate who he is as a rapper. And yeah. I feel like by that time, I was like comfortable and like I'm just listening to the music. I appreciate it. Um, that took some time, though, dude. <laughs> I mean, not, not you. Guys, you. What, it, not you. Yeah. I mean, like in general. I think the fifty thing, you know, with him being a picture, having a picture as a CO, yeah. and like totally blowing his cover. So it took some time for people to like. And, you know, some people still are like, mm, that's who you are. But, like, come on, you know, if it's rap. It, like, relax. <laughs> if you think about it, D, if it wasn't for 50 Cent, and I don't I don't want to put Meek Mill in the seat, but mm. we will just for the, this purpose. Mm. If it wasn't for them to, like, if, if 50 never exposed that CEO picture of right. uh, Rick Ross, and if Meek never really went oh, ahead with so the... Ricky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> went ahead with the... um the the reference tracks right you know if if those two never did that the the discussions that we'd be having of rick ross and and Mm. drake would be very different i feel like right you know yeah because i you know as it i mean think about this conversation right right off the bat i'm talking about an asterisk so right exactly it's weird um it's not it's not different between you and i but just in general right the the perception of them would be would be so different but zeitgeist in the industry would be different when it comes to right yeah right uh but we should say to close this all off is that uh you know the the reason why drake and not the reason why but drake and rick ross together have made such great music together that there was a time years ago that they were putting out they were gonna put out a collab album mm. and it, or, or a mixtape of some kind collab project of some right. kind called YOLO. Oh. You only live once. That was what the title was going to be or, mm. or their group name. I think it was a title of their project. Uh, but now out of nowhere, because of this song, that mm-hmm. spark has come back up yeah. uh, for people to, to demand it. <laughs> and Chad Ocho Cinco yeah. has said that they definitely have a project in the mm. works. And so maybe we'll get it, you know. Well, we have be, high expectations, though, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I, I could also see them saying like, "Let's work it out. Let's do crunch the numbers, and you take these, I'll take these, and now we just got a lot of features." But it'd be cool yeah. to get one project with with them together, and and a mixtape that maybe includes 
all the past projects. That would be yes. really dope too. I was just gonna say that if yeah. if it was if if some of these songs weren't already on a project, why don't you put them on so that they'll be all in the streaming yeah, platforms? Do it, or at least do like a. You can even do like a. Now I'm a being deluxe. greedy. I was gonna say a double disc. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it would probably have. To, I mean, who's what's a disc today, right? But I mean, right? Yeah, but like, give me you okay, give me songs? like then give me ten new songs, right? Together, and those, and then the other ten can be the ones that you've done in the past if like they weren't it. already on streaming platforms. I like it. Do it. Just, just huh? Huh? Make, make it so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's it. Scary hours too, guys. What do you guys think of this project? Do you guys like it like we do? Uh, do you guys love it? Do you guys hate it? What's up, Jassar? <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. New Drake coming soon, probably April. Certified lover boy. Just do not get Don't. that heart. Yeah. Um, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, um, I give myself a haircut. Yeah, Darlene, this is yesterday. And Darlene told me I missed a spot in the back. I'm like, that's okay. I wore a hat. Um, oh, when you, uh, you shaved your hat? Yeah. Um shoot i come out here all the time i try that drake heart psych uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening if it does i'll never show you guys uh, <laughs> oh i'm gonna find it i will find a way i'll be like i'll text darlene and be like yo <laughs> yeah snipe a picture while he's sleeping <laughs> yeah. get, a pic- get a picture of him that's funny um, uh yeah I think another big thing that happened in the past couple of weeks, right, was this um, Biggie documentary. I got a yes. story. To, I got a story to tell. Um, Title of, of that his infamous oh, "I Got a Story to Tell" from oh my, that song's so amazing. So oh, good. so good, so good, so good. <sighs> yeah, this this, this doc kind of I don't want to say it came out of nowhere. Um, I'm sure obviously they've been working on it, right. but as far as the promotions of it, uh, felt like it just kind of just dropped out of thin air yeah. to us. So right. us, I, we just might have missed it. I don't follow Netflix by any means. Right. Um, but it, it was a documentary through Netflix. Mm. And I saw it a couple of days ago and I sent it to, to D saying, hey, should we yeah. should we watch this to have something to talk about just in case there wasn't much else going on? For sure. And he, he agreed. And so we both watched it. I, I watched it the other day. And I think you watched it like I watched it like literally at 3 a.m. And yeah, so what what did you think about it? I thought it was really good. As as documentaries go, you know, I feel like we know a lot about Biggie. I think we're, you know, for those of us who were there who were fans at the time and who've been Diddy fans and who followed Bad Boy, like I feel like there's a lot that we knew. Um, But it, I think, what one of the things that made it so great was actual reliable first-hand accounts of what it was like to be there to know him at, at all those different levels right to know him as a as a child because one of the things that i really liked his mom was have featured heavily in it which i really yeah. appreciated and really made yeah. it feel authentic and because i feel like sometimes with, with documentaries about famous people it's like okay is this somebody's angle like is this this one right. person who knew them and decided to to highlight these stories when you have his mother giving like, telling so many of the stories uh, and his grandmother even in Jamaica and Seriously. and his neighbor the the jazz musician who knew him mm-hmm. and talking about his flow and how you know bebop drum patterns influence mm-hmm. his flow and they line it up and you can hear so it cool. there's just so many points in it where you get so many insights that you didn't have before and his childhood friends that he right. hustled with. Yes. Like and from for, before for to, to after. Yeah. Right. And then for them to speak on what was his name? Ali or Oli? Oh, they call him O. Yeah. 
And oh, you know yeah. that was someone that Biggie, I believe it was uh, Sky's the Limit, where he said this is for oh, oh and it, yeah. it, it tied that together. You know, like there's so many times like that where you're like, oh, this is like when they talk about him mentioning Junior Mafia, and they're like, who are you talking right? about? <laughs> it's like that's y'all. That's y'all. I laughed at that. He's like, that's y'all. <laughs> yeah, all those parts, and then also even. Like, I think when we think about Biggie a lot, we think about Puff and, and, you know, the story that I think is the version of the story that's told a lot is like Puff discovered Big and kind of, you know, made Biggie basically is, I think, the understanding a lot of people have. And I think the nuance that you added to that of all that came before Puff even heard of Biggie, I think was just so good and like really, I mean, it was enlightening. It, it, it. It shed light on the parts of the story that were missing, and on a lot of a lot of parts of the story that were missing, especially early on. And like, how did Big become big? I think a lot of us, if, if we're fans, we've seen the uh, the freestyle where he's battling Kid Supreme. Like, yeah. we've seen that very early Biggie. But to hear like his very first demo tapes, to hear like, um, or see him. I think I've seen footages before, but you know that that scene where. You know him early on and Pac are you know hanging out and then you know they they're freestyling um just sitting at the table like there's so many parts in it where it feels like oh this is what it might have been like to know Biggie and watch witness his his rise to stardom which I yeah. thought was just just amazing yeah I thought like like you said um there's just been so many whether it was a documentary or some you know a and E special right. of of the death Behind and unsolved murder that, mystery yeah. of of uh of the notorious big and all this stuff so we've seen so much of that over the last 24 wow. years wow. right yeah. 20, um yeah so it's been so much of it as it should be because right it's great this shit is still unsolved number one That's and true, you yeah. know number two is oh, just okay. one of those biggest you know stories um that that has come out of you know not just hip-hop but just you know musically in general but um i i enjoyed it as well uh but because you kind of knew i don't know 65 70 percent of it you're kind of like okay well still an hour and a half that i sat through that is like you knew 65 70 Mm percent but the other 30 percent you know 35 percent is still was still really good and it was really right. cool to see a lot of the footage that d-rock has yes. is like really uh fast forward now he's the owner of invisible bully right the clothing line yeah which is you know the biggie lyric from right. and year invisible bully and um the roots disappear. yeah it was cool to see the footage of him and it's like it's like damn that's how it worked that's how it went like he <laughs> he was basically the camera guy just filming everything right all day, every day. That was yeah. just so cool, you know. Especially back then, you know that right. he's carrying a camcorder. Before you know? we like, had phones everywhere, because exactly. today, like, okay, what's the big deal? That's Everybody's got footage of everything, friend, yeah. you know, and just documenting everything. Yeah, and that was that was super cool. And again, like like D said, to 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 hear from his mom, and you know, mm. it wasn't going to be a legit documentary if his mom wasn't speaking. Right, because when that happens, you wonder, like, what did? Why not? Like, what did? what did she not approve of? What are you guys saying that wasn't true? Like, I think right. it, it landed, it lent so much authenticity to, to the story they were telling. I by, love by the story her. D of, of, <laughs> of big, 
uh, hustling during the hour during his mom's work hours, mm-hmm. and they would use that that huge <laughs> four sided clock. So she come home know, and bounce. Yeah, to say okay, she's leaving work now. Man, I just love that story because you know you didn't you never heard that before. You know, um, yeah. and it made it just assumed. Yeah, and it made it real because, you know, regardless of how much of a fan of any rapper that you are, a lot of rappers rap about a lot of things that didn't happen, right? And right, so, right. Um, and, you know, Big being Big, although, you know, big even then, Big, big being Big, I think there's a certain level of authenticity to his lyrics, but, um, so even like a story to tell, like they're still, you know, like, was that a true story? How much of that was true? Like, I, I don't know, right? I think they confirmed right? a lot of it. I Dang. think they confirmed a lot of it. The, mm-hmm. You know, the New York Nick, I could be wrong right. on this, and I hope, I I hope I'm not. The New York Nick was Anthony Mason, right? I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, with, with <laughs> you know, if you think about um, uh, the clips, for example, right? Um, mm-hmm. All their luxury drug reps, and, right. the, you know, the extent to which they talk about it, there's still you hear about people saying, like, nah, or, or Jay-Z, like, oh, I was there and it is over-exaggerated, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to, to really figure out and talk to people who were there and say, well, what was it for real, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. he wasn't a drug kingpin, but, like, a lot of people who were around, especially in, in you know, in, in Brooklyn in the 80s when crack hit, mm-hmm. um it was an option and at a time where you had not many options you know he as they talk about was in a position where you know his mom you know took care of him and was working fairly stable household and he didn't know his dad but you know a lot of people saw especially in the 80s in new york in wherever crack hit that was something that they did and i think to see how it actually happened and to hear about everything that we've heard about how intelligent he was about the talent just raw talent that he had um and to hear the story of how he got mixed up in that um even as he was becoming a rapper um it was just so interesting to hear like how it actually happened and what of the lyrics was was just what happened uh i I felt like was was interesting to see i i enjoyed the fact that it was um i think you were saying this off air how how little of the whole pox situation there was Mm -hmm. i i appreciated it that um it was more about his yeah. upbringing. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of, I don't want to say rushed, but it was like more the tail end because we kind of, mm-hmm. that that is the bulk of the 65, 70% <laughs> that we already have heard a uh, right. hundred times, right? So, um, yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed the documentary, man. It was, it was good. Um, but I guess if I have to say something bad is just that because we know We've just seen so much of it, but mm-hmm. I still appreciate what they did. I think they did a really good job. You know what I was wondering? Um, so Lil C is in it. Uh, D-Rock's yeah. in it. Um, Mom's in it. Diddy's in it. Faith's in it. Um, but I was wondering why Lil Kim wasn't. Good question. Because you had old footage of Lil Kim, and yeah. she's there. But I don't think there's That's any current interviews with Lil Kim. There wasn't. Which is weird. Um, but, you know... We do know that Faith Evans and and Kim they had they had their problems right. in the past, but they've they've squashed it. Um, so I'm sure, and I, I believe they squashed it before this documentary was being <laughs> done. So um, at least I believe it was. So I don't think it has anything to do with that. It is it is good a good question though, but maybe it's because they just didn't need it. I, I don't want to say it like that. Like what would she add? 
because they had C's already. C's was all over it, yeah. C's was all over it. Uh, so kind of C's kind of covers Kim's part in a way. Right, that Junior Mafia friend group. That Junior part. Mafia friend that grew up with them. If you if you add Kim, then that's more like a documentary about his love life, you know? Because they they kind of just mentioned like, oh, he has right. his he had his daughter, and then all of a sudden that the next the video was of uh, Biggie's mom, right, right. with uh, the the daughter, and then they pan over and it's, he's got a son as well. Yeah, now, you know, so yeah, that's they true. didn't really talk too much about that. Maybe that's, that's why. Not that not that those kids weren't Kim's kids, but. Uh, they no, probably just yeah. didn't want to delve into that. Yeah, Maybe. And, I, and you know when you when you make a documentary too, like there's there's just so much. Like if you think about all the right. footage that that right. Dirac had, like you got to cut, you got to cut stuff, right? So I right, mean, I was thinking that <laughs> while we were watching, it and I'm like, everything. there's no way that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there's no way that like they had to have seen so much footage from these tapes, right? That they had to figure which ones are we using, you right? Know? Are we using the one where Biggie's laid out with? Four bitches in the bed with him. <laughs> yeah, you know? I thought about that every time I saw every time I saw Kim really, and then there's this one scene in the on the tour bus where it's really hot in the bus, and I'm like, who's that sitting oh, next yeah. to next to Big? Like, what's yeah. up with that? Um, yeah. But you know, yeah, I mean, I guess as as a director and as whoever's putting the, the documentary together, you, you got to make those calls and say, well, yeah. it's not going to be a five hour documentary. We're about not Biggie. talking about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but still very good, very good documentary. Really, uh, really good, worth watching for sure. If you're, especially if you're a big fan. I'm glad. I'm glad we saw it. Um, yeah, and because you know we we love Biggie and Bad Boy and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got a story to tell. Uh, the Biggie story um, on Netflix streaming now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? Some singles. Yeah. So we also have. We'll talk a couple of more. Well, we won't go in depth, but Jid, you know, we, oh, we yeah. spoke on Jid, JID, oh, yeah. uh, a lot last episode uh, because I, I couldn't couldn't get off the fact that um that I felt like he has a better album in DiCaprio two <laughs> over anything J Cole has put out. Um, uh-huh. Off air, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> I I got to briefly speak to Darlene because Darlene Darlene did text uh you and I saying that she was gonna she was gonna listen to to both. Right. She was gonna revisit revisit the albums and, and let me know what she thought. And I, you know, I thought I'd be because she was about to leave. Right. So I thought this would be my chance Slide to it just, in and uh, quick, pow. Yeah. Quick jab. Quick jab real quick. She said, No, uh, I got time. <laughs> yeah, she really did too, you know. And I was like, "Damn, was not expecting that response." Yeah. It's like, She's I like, did a little you listen busy. to it? <laughs> and I was like, "No, yeah. I yeah. will." Yeah, <laughs> you got me. Um, but Skiggy, Skiggy is his new yeah. single. Yes, uh, he, you know, so we we say all that last episode, and then all of a sudden, Jake yeah. comes out with a song and a video. Yeah, and um, we manifested it. Is what happened. <laughs> we did. We did. And, uh, I'm, I'm all for it, apparently, because I was talking up DiCaprio, too, yeah. on the last episode. So uh, what do you think about the new song, the new, new video? This is, this is hard. Um, <laughs> I was underwhelmed by Skiggy. I, mm. I like Jid a lot. And, you know, we, we've talked about this a billion times, but we, we go back and forth. I think we started calling him J.I.D., but I think I'm going to go with Jid. Um, it's weird that I've been saying Jid. I don't mean, I mean to say Jid. I want to say J.I.D. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I like the I like 
Okay, I like Jid. I think he's really good. I think this song is decent, and I, I like the message of this song. Um, yeah. It's definitely one that we would have put in our playlist back in January. Um, I wouldn't call it conscious, but it's on that theme in terms of talking about it's a Black History themed song for sure. Yeah. Um, of course, talking about um, not only Tuskegee Airmen and, and Tuskegee University, but all the also Tuskegee experiments. Um, so there's a lot of black history involved in, in the song as a theme. I also, I, I don't know. I, I feel like overall it just didn't sound as good as, as what I've heard from, from Jid before. And so I wish that it would almost, especially since it was conveying so much of a message, you know, a lot of his songs are you know, it's just songs. Um, but with this one kind of conveying a message, I was hoping that it would hit harder in terms of like sounding, <laughs> sounding good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I was I was not. This didn't. So like with Drake, right? I was like, oh, it's a good appetizer. It made me like look forward to what else is coming. This didn't really do that for me for Jid. Um, although I'm still looking forward to new music from him. Um, this I was just hoping sounded better uh, when I played it. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I'll shoot him some bail here though, because <laughs> I feel like the album DiCaprio Two was nothing but up tempo mm. uh full high octane energy <laughs> right mm -hmm. and then now you have this new single and it is a little conscious right mm -hmm. you know a little a, a lot of uh information he, he's trying to rap informative raps right, to right, us right. um i so my bail would be how exactly could he do it in a manner where he's rapping the way he did in DiCaprio 2 mm. for a song like this where it's more serious it's not like he's trying to make you dance to right. exactly it's so like i know exactly what you mean yeah but th this to me was like a an album cut hmm, mm -hmm. it's not something that you make a video for unless you want to shed that light on it right so right, i right. i appreciate him doing purpose, it yeah yeah it's different so I'll take it as like a, um, an album cut, but definitely I, I give him credit for saying, you know what, we're going to go to extra, extra mile here and shoot a video for right. it. Show them these visuals, you know, it'll make them look into this and, mm -hmm. and see what, what I'm exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but I know exactly what you mean. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, you, you come off an album like DiCaprio two, where it's nothing but right. uh, you know, lappers to your, <laughs> your, to, to your noggin <laughs> that you feel like, that he's gonna do it again for right. a new single for his new project, right. uh, but he didn't. But it's okay. I, I, I'll let it. I'll let it slide. You know. Hopefully, it's not more of this down the line. Uh, right. Maybe it's just a hint of it. But yeah, and I mean, uh, I feel like he I, was I getting this mean. out, and it is. Yeah. You know, it was February, so it was, it was yeah. on, on topic. Yeah. So I mean, right. it made sense. Um, but I, 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 I am definitely looking forward to seeing what he follows this with, uh, yeah. and hopefully, he comes back soon with with more good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, so so, we had Jid, and then we had someone else that we've been talking about uh, quite quite often uh, recently is G Herbo, Chicago's own. Right. G Herbo put out two new songs called "Really Like That" and "Break Yourself." Break, Break yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said wow. it off air the right way, and now I was like, I'm trying to correct it because I didn't want to sound like. <laughs> yeah, go too hard. I didn't want to sound like whatever scene that that comes yeah. from. Break yourself, Break yourself fool. fool. Um, but it's called Break Yourself. Yeah. It's Y-O. Y-O. Shout out to the locks. 
Wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but G Herbo, G Herbo, I think he tweeted um, before he put out these songs that like he's got a lot of a lot of music coming, like something mm. about like that we're not ready for it, this mm. and that. So he he's excited, and that's always good, right? When an yeah. artist is excited of of putting out their their music. Um, yeah. And these songs were good, you know. Like uh, we like G Herbo. Um, yep. And he's been leveling yeah. up. I, I think I've been saying recently about G Herbo too. Like he grew on me in the past few years, um, and and definitely still getting better. I'm not even gonna yeah. make them offbeat jokes, but you know he's he's definitely still getting better <laughs> just as a rapper. Um, PTSD, one of your one of PTSD, your favorite yeah, albums of amazing, uh, yeah, of the year, yeah. Um, and yeah, he sounded better and better. He's becoming a bigger star too. I feel like him and and Dirk really had a, a strong year last year um, in terms of just just growing in star power and getting some strong features. Um, I mean, I, I thought I saw G Herbo was he doing some All Star Weekend basketball thing too. Shoot, so little baby. Like, <laughs> I think they're getting. Oh man, little baby! Yeah, we were talking. We were talking <clears throat> up little baby earlier, and little baby did like a basketball game yesterday. Mm-hmm. With like Quavo and Jack Harlow and, and all these chains, guys, yeah. And he had a free throw, yeah, two chains. And Lil Baby had a free throw shot, and he just banked <laughs> it, but he didn't make it. Ooh. It just hit the backboard. Oh dang! It was really bad. That's that's really. And bad. I was like, that did not fit the description. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Baby, <laughs> yeah, you're not, not a good. goat, but you don't. Not, but you fit the description. Not, not, not for the description. That case. <laughs> I don't know how he did the rest of the game, but. That yeah. that was not a good highlight that they showed. I mean, they all look kind of mediocre uh, in the highlights that I've seen. But but you know. Quavo and Two Chains are they, they can, can ball. They can ball. Yeah, they can ball for real. And you know who else can? Who? Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've Chris seen Brown, him in all those All Star yeah, games. He can like He's really legit good. play basketball. Yeah. And Chris Brown was was talking on his IG saying they didn't invite me because they don't want the smoke. Dang. I mean, he maybe. Like, uh, he was like, <laughs> I don't blame him though because he can really ball. Right, I, I mean, like look at how he does backflips. The man's super athletic too. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you could do a backflip, you probably backflip. God, yeah. <laughs> that that's such a classic clip. He was dancing to. He was just dancing. He was on yeah. the stage dancing to Future's March Madness, <laughs> and, then and he does a back standing back backflip. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but Gerbo, Gerbo, Gerbo. Uh, two new songs. We might be getting a follow up to PTSD. I don't know when. Uh, but he's coming out with new music. Uh, he, he got a video for. Really like that as well, D. So oh, we gotta check, gotta check that, that out. That out. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. You know what I saw? Um, shout out Chris Pyre. Um, sure, he posted it, right? So I guess we can, we can say it. Um, but I, I think he posted that it must have been a couple. Must have been this past week. Um, Lil Reese was laying a verse on a G Herbo song. Um, mm. So that sounds. I know he records. I know he records Lil Reese. Yeah, that's, that's dope. So yeah, I mean, it does sound like there's definitely new G Herbo on the way, which is cool. That's so cool that that. Chris uh, yeah. records Lil Reese. That's cool. That's so cool. Is I remember we saw. Oh, he took a picture of Lil Reese. I, I was just saying. I remember we saw. But um, we were at a fabulous show. I think Lil Reese was there. He stopped. He yeah, stopped yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and took a picture. So it's just cool. This is I was like trying to. I was trying now. to stalk Miss Info, wasn't I that night? Oh yeah, because she was hosting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't care about the picture with Lil Reese. I wanted to get a picture with Miss Info. I did not end up getting it, yeah, but it's cool. it's cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so g herbo new music um is that bruno and uh anderson Pack? yes bruno yes. Mars, anderson we have to talk Pack. about this we'll, we'll we'll end with this as far as like Man. going in detail yeah uh bruno mars and anderson pack yeah 
And you know, you guys know we're big fans of both those guys. They yes. sounds they're incredibly well, D, talented. D, <laughs> D as always was was first on the um Anderson Pack um so dope. I don't know, hype train, yeah, I guess. Like yeah. he 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 knew you knew early on that he he was a special. Mm-hmm. Uh I was late to it, but when I heard him, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is no joke. First first I seen him all over Dr. Dre's um oh, yeah. Compton project. Mm-hmm. And then D is telling me, I'm like, <laughs> I gotta start listening to this. one of these guys, you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> Do I think Dr. Dre and Dimitri are gonna be wrong about Could, this? Couldn't both be uh, wrong. Like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I started paying more attention and I'm like, damn, yeah, he he's legit. But I didn't know of this project coming out until they came out with this song. The mm-hmm. song called "Leave the Door Open." Mm-hmm. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars has been gone for a little while. Yeah, like, I haven't really seen him too much. Like he was like a mega star. Yeah, huge. Kind of just walked away. I was just like, ah, it's cool. Let <laughs> yeah. me go count my money for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he kind of just disappeared, but now he's back and he's doing a collab project with Anderson Pack and them two together as a Man. group are called Silk Sonic. <laughs> Which sounds like something they would they would they would say they would it really, <laughs> they would put together. It really does it really does Silk Sonic Silk Sonic I, I dig it it's so only, only what, from them though yeah seventies yeah and that's what this yeah, sounds right? like I think yeah. when I I played it last night and I was telling Darlene like this sounds like oh no I, I think I said like can you imagine there was a time when like most of the stuff on the radio sounded like this it's just so yeah. smooth and like cool and so specific like you know, era sound. And these guys yeah. kind of do that. They kind of, well, probably more so Bruno Mars, but also you hear it in Anderson Pack's music too. Yeah. Like they love that like 70s soul sound um, or almost disco too. Like, um, Little disco. but it's a, uh, it's just so good. And they're both just such good musicians Yeah. that like they you really put them are. together. It's like, Oh my gosh. It's like they an really abundance are. of talent. Yeah. You know, we talking about Rick Ross and Drake the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the duo to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this will get so much talent. This will get a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of panties coming it's, down. It's gonna be a new baby to boom. This, yeah, <laughs> Silk Sonic. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have to have that voice to say Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, great single. I'm not gonna lie though. When I when I saw this single, um, I, I watched the video. I'm like, okay, at some point oh. they're gonna just start fucking going nuts, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh, but they didn't, and it's okay because yeah. it was just so smooth. Yeah. Um, it's just great, and they sound great together. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this project. This this shit might be like a fucking uh, time machine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you you might put press play on the first song of this album, and we might be just uh, transported into the to the 70s. Right. And that's the um, thing, like these guys don't, it. you know, we are a hip hop podcast, but they are definitely right. what they call it genre bending. Because <laughs> yeah. um, right. you can imagine listening to this, and I'll talk a little bit about Mac just in passing, but like you can imagine listening to this and there not being yeah. like a hard rap verse on the whole album and it would still be like dope, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about this album. Right. I, I don't care if there's any 16 <laughs> bars at all <laughs> this right. entire project. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like it, it's got to be good, even if it's not. You know, there's no rappy rappy on here, um, right? And they both, well, I mean, Anderson Pack, duh, much more so than Bruno. Um, yeah, Bruno's not a rapper, rapper. Um, 
but they're just good musicians who are really soulful and so they make good music and so i'm, I'm really excited about hearing i'm their curious album together. to i'm curious to know how this came about to be honest uh have they done a song together before that i i don't know of or maybe if they do i can't think of it um yeah i'm wondering because I don't know. it's a genius move i don't know yeah. like i'm sure that they've been friends or whatever i'm not saying that this was um concocted by somebody else right, but you know right. what i mean like it, it seems really natural but right. uh, I'm, I'm curious because I, I it's just too much talent there right right and i i wonder I, they're not going to disappoint but it's high expectations from these two That's together the thing, yeah yeah because and this song, I think, gives you a good taste of what you hope it could sound like. Because yes, like, exactly. Like that. That's why that's, I'm glad that they didn't exactly. they didn't slap us with a. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like halfway through the song, right. and I'm like, okay, Gunamar's gonna get up and start dancing like fucking James Brown any second. <laughs> but but <laughs> but he didn't, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. There's like a teaser. Do it. Yeah. You know, just like just like Drake with his three songs. You know. <laughs> bunch of teasers going on right now that's okay yeah, and it's good i mean that, hopefully that's i mean i feel like we're all grasping for hope right i feel like at this point in 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 life in the world yeah. we're all like shoot this seems hopeful uh <laughs> new drake music that seems hopeful new g herbo cool give us some new music but this yeah. one in particular i think is is almost has to sound good like if you think about the worst bruno mars if you think about the worst anderson pack like it's got to be good Right, you're right though. We, we we'll take anything at this point. Right. We'll take the first dose, even if you won't schedule me in for the second dose. Okay. <laughs> exactly, it's a great right. first dose, this man. <laughs> yeah. God yeah. damn. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, but we'll take it. We'll take the first dose. Yeah. Just you know. Give us a second dose. You know, we need the second dose, guys. First dose is a great uh, title, by the way, for anything right now. Uh, what's that? First dose is, oh, okay. is a good title for, for a lot of things right now. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm running it down as an option. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but that 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 was the um, the subject that I had that right. we can go in depth on. Yeah. But everything else, D, you know, you, you mentioned Mac Miller real quickly. Right. Mac Miller's a uh, swimming Ugh. Became his first uh, platinum album recently, so, sad. so it's sad that uh, that Mac wasn't isn't here to to see it, mm -hmm. uh, see it happen. But um, yeah, it's good that it's good that it happened. Yeah, uh, he, I listened to this recently too. Platinum plaque for sure. I listened to this recently. You know, we we we've talked a lot about these about swimming and then also circles, um, and circles. You know, I sweat super hard. I think it's just in the mood. But also, you know, it was it just hit different after he passed. Um, mm. But swimming, I went back to it and listened again. Super solid album, just really, mm. really good. So it's weird also that it took so long to get platinum, but okay. Um, it is weird. I thought uh, so too. I thought when I saw that headline, I'm like, wow, really? what? Yeah. Like how? I you would have thought that he would have been close even before yeah. his his passing, you know. But um, in any case, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but he 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 does have a platinum plaque to for his family, so that's yeah. that's awesome. Um, what else? Uh, Pop Smoke came out with a single called AP. It's for uh, you know, we're talking about the Biggie uh hmm. documentary earlier. This is actually for a movie that he was in. Oh, yeah, the I believe it was uh Eddie Wong. Eddie Wong, yeah. Uh, Boogie is it Boogie? Boogie, yeah. Yes, Boogie. And Oh yeah, he's in that, yeah. Yeah, Pop Smoke's in it. And it's a basketball movie. Right. Or 
the player is an is an Asian yeah player. young Asian guy in New York plays basketball right in New York and and um so I thought that was cool mm-hmm. I I kind of laughed to myself though because I knew a kid shout out John if you're listening to this right now John his nickname was Boogie oh. and is an Asian kid oh he gonna love this. <laughs> Right. And I thought of him because I hadn't thought of this kid in years, you know, until I saw I'm like, wait, hold on. What? You know, like I knew Pop Smoke was doing a movie like he was in some movie scenes. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Eddie Wong had nothing to do. I didn't know he had anything to do with it. I didn't know it was an Asian basketball player. Mm -hmm. I had no idea of this. So I'm like, wait. Mm -hmm. So my mind was playing tricks on me. And I'm like, like, that's not my friend, John, is it? That's (laughs) that's playing the Asian Asian baller, and I'm like, no, that can't be him. That's... But shout out um, Jay Boog, <laughs> shout out Boogie, yeah. What do you call him, Jay? Jay Boogie? That's a cool name. It was Boogie, Boogie something. It's a but cool, cool nigga. Um, yeah, super cool. Uh, but I don't know. Um, Eddie Wong is cool, so is cool, I yeah. you know well, I might take a look at that movie. Yeah. Uh, but Pop Smoke has a single for for the soundtrack uh, called AP. Hmm. Uh, so always cool to to have uh, some new Pop Smoke. You know, talking about Mac Miller to to have music yeah. come out. I um, hope it doesn't sound like all the other Pop Smoke songs though. I heard. <laughs> I, I I think they played it during the commer- like the commercial for the movie, and hmm. it has that same oh. London. It's drill. that same drum pattern. Same. Yeah, the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it. it the thing about Pop Smoke and, and these guys, and we'll talk about uh, King Von in a second too, mm-hmm. is that even if they have this vault of unreleased music, mm-hmm. they they might have, like, the thing about what I'm about to say about King Von was that his, his former manager said that he has around 300 unreleased songs. That just sounds crazy. So it sounds crazy, but the thing is, with, with rappers like King Von, or I don't know about Pop Smoke, but like, mm-hmm. Rappers like these who just rap and record at a rapid level, right? Um, they must just have these beats just just there that is like all very close to right. one another, you know. So yeah. I have to assume that Pop Smoke, when he found that New York drill that sound, yeah, found they were like, okay, we're just gonna pile like, give him me up. Give me two hundred more of these, please. Yeah. <laughs> right, and he's <laughs> like, I'll just record them, you know, and then that's just what it would be. So yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just too again too bad. Like just like uh Mac, you know, like it's just too bad that um oh, yeah, that's just that's it, you know. And uh, <laughs> so that that's what it is for uh Pop Smoke. And then like I said, King Von has a a lot of unreleased songs. Mm-hmm. We don't know if we'll see the light of day or not, but he, he has them. Um, Freddie Gibbs has a new single called oh. "Winter in America." Hmm. I believe this is on a soundtrack d that espn has something to do with for black history month hmm. um i'm not 100 percent sure because i saw tanache my girl <laughs> uh <laughs> my girl put out something uh on behalf of them as well and i, I believe this freddie freddie gibbs track was on there as well so hmm. i'm not 100 percent sure i have to look into it but interesting. Uh, new freddie out. gibbs yeah new freddie gibbs uh song if you're if you're interested um Talking about soundtracks oh, coming to America. <clears throat> I know that we were talking off air about the movie, uh, or that we, we haven't seen the movie right. and we've heard some things on it. Uh, we don't have to dive into that just now, but yeah, uh, there is uh, Big Sean is on the soundtrack. Sean's Sean. on there. Um, Megan's on there. Um, what's her name? Uh, Tiana Taylor's on there. 
What's her name? Huh? What's her name? Uh, Yana. Yana Taylor. You know, um, Iman Shumpert's girl. You know, uh, yeah, Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor's on there. Yeah, that's some big names, man. Big Sean is on there. Uh, he's a feature on YG's song called Go Big. Right. Yeah. He's not on there much, actually. Um, oh, really? You know, YG and Big Sean, I thought... I think I heard this, actually, before I heard the rest of the soundtrack. Um, and I, I, I was surprised at how little Big Sean there was on there. Um, not little. I mean, it seemed like it was only a verse. Song should have um, been called Go Little. <laughs> Go Little. <laughs> but yeah, the, the soundtrack, it was so weird. Almost sounded like... There's a point in the Biggie documentary where they're talking about a movie, like his very first song that got placed anywhere was a, a song they did that got on a soundtrack for, mm-hmm. what was it? Um, um, it was an Ed Lover and Dr. Dre movie. Yes, Ed Lover, like, yeah. feel-good movie. Um, you know, very whimsical. Um, oh, Party and Bullshit was, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, this reminded me of that kind of, of, that kind of feel. It, it sounded... Like at a certain point, I was almost skipping through them because it just sounded so commercial, but like 1996 commercial. So, like, more, pa- so more bullshit than party. More, more bullshit than party. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? Because even the songs with like people that I like, I was like, why? Don't you hate that with soundtracks, though? Soundtracks yeah, tend like, to do that. why? They tend to do that a lot. I don't know why. It, it's like, um, it falls short when the... when. Man, the, the late nineties had that with soundtracks all the time. You're like, yeah. oh shit, Puff Daddy. Hey. Uh, you know, all the the big names, and then all of a sudden you listen to it, and you're like, what the Why? Like, like who A and R this? It's like somebody from the freaking movie studio picked the beats for, yeah. <laughs> for, for for the soundtrack. And then, you know, as we've talked about before, there've been some classic soundtracks, which is I think right, why they course. stand out so much. The of really course. good ones. Because yeah. right. so many soundtracks are like, who picked these songs? These are throwaways, D. Yeah. Like a it lot of these are just throwaway more songs. Of that than than we we might want to believe, you yeah. know. They aren't going into these <laughs> these songs thinking I'm getting this check for right. the coming to America yeah. soundtrack. This is like Tiana Taylor was like, <laughs> this is my this was my uh my my uh my Lucy for fucking that that Wyoming the album, Wyoming you know. Session. Like I I, I had this the Wyoming cut, yeah, right. <laughs> So that's just what that's how I feel about them because it had to I, be. they always tend to fall short and it's just always so weird, you know. Yeah, this is not even worth wow. listening to. I mean, shout out to you guys if you like it, but I I, I listened to it once. <laughs> I was like, I'm not coming back to this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did point the YG and Big Sean because I think they that came out as like one of the right. soundtrack singles. Uh, but another another Big Sean appearance was on the Bryson Tiller anniversary deluxe album, oh. which has five new songs and Big Sean's on. On one of them, huh. uh, so there's that, you and then uh, put out a I'm video sorry. right for um, the Nipsey joint. So one of your favorite songs oh, yes, last year. Yes, 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 right. yes, yes. That's right. My favorite song of last year. Yeah. Uh, uh, Deep Reverence. Deep Reverence. Yeah. You're right. Uh, the video I didn't jot that down for some reason. I did watch it a, a time or two. Um, it was cool. It was you know Big Sean in L.A. Snoop Dogg's in it, mm. and uh, they had the uh, the infamous Nipsey you know, um, photograph of him, like just around mm. throughout LA mm-hmm. and the court, you know, of, of, of him, yeah. of his face. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a cool video. Um, I love that song. Um, hit boys in it who produced the song. So oh. yeah, big Sean, big Sean's been working. Yeah. And working out. He's huge. 
<laughs> Big Sean is gigantic now compared to before. Yeah, he might need to change his name. He's, like, he's just Sean. Be Bigger Sean. Gigantor Sean. Gigantor Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Biggie, we talked about Bruno Mars. We talked about. Uh, yeah, okay. And last but not least, Steven Victor, mm. uh, who's mm-hmm. the manager of, or he, he was the manager of Pop Smoke, the manager of Pusha T, runs around those circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that the next Pusha T album will be produced be a 50-50 split in production. Man. 50% Kanye and 50% Pharrell. It's one of those things that sounds too good to be true. Like, I don't want to get the my lux- hopes up. The luxury. Talk about right? talk about drug luxury. <laughs> Come on, man. Rep luxury of having Kanye and Pharrell split the production duties. I don't want to get my hopes up because that sounds amazing. I know. That sounds it just stupendous and amazing. It does. And it sounds yeah. like you said it's too good. It sounds too good to be true. This is <laughs> this is the type of going back full circle to what we talked about with Hove and Drake, mm-hmm. and especially Hove about Jay having you know the right. the luxury of just saying I can get any producer right. because any producer wants to work with me. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Pusha T having Kanye and 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 uh, Pharrell on the album right. solely them. Yeah. is quite a, a flex, if yeah, you will. Yeah, because Pusha T, as we all know, would sound dope on a cafeteria table, right? Like, <laughs> like we've heard it. <laughs> but Thanks, Pharrell. Right? Thanks, Pharrell. <laughs> like, you've broken, like, 50,000 cafeteria tables across the country <laughs> over time. But, like, to think about Pusha T on these guys' beats and, and, and starting from scratch working with them, like, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to get my hopes up because I'd just be too excited for this album. And it's not just that, D. It's it's the fact that for me personally, um, Daytona. You know, say what mm-hmm, you want about mm-hmm. the Wyoming album, but Daytona is yeah. was my favorite album from those sessions. Right. And um, I I love that album. So that that's produced completely by Kanye. Kanye so yeah. it's almost like, okay, what's Kanye gonna bring to it now? You know, especially right. with what's been happening with him. And then Pharrell, you know, it's been a little bit of time since we've. I'm not questioning either one of them, right? Because for Pusha T's gonna make it work, right? right? Uh, and but, their talent is kind of beyond question in terms of right. making beats, but so. high expectations nonetheless, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. So it's nice. <laughs> I don't nice know why I'm nice. nervous about this. Like I should be nervous to say it'll be nice if we get it, but I'm gonna try not to get my hopes. You're nervous because of Kanye. That's probably what it is. It is. <laughs> But I mean, he can't. I don't. I, I really don't expect a bad beat from Kanye. I don't. Um, I know what you mean, but still, but it's just you, you know, know I don't how things go. Yeah, we've Kanye's been disappointed been... where his names have been mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, but we'll see. We don't know when that album's coming out, but uh, it's being worked on. So that's that's cool. Nonetheless, that's cool. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, but that's it, guys. Um, you know. Again, the main things were the Biggie documentary, mm-hmm. the new Drake um, three pack. Um, <laughs> three packs back. Herbo, yeah, G Herbo, uh, Jid, you know, all these guys coming out with new music. Um, what do you guys think about what we talked about? What is your favorite Drake and Rick Ross collaboration? Will Bruno Mars <sighs> and Anderson Pax? <sighs> Silk Sonic. I almost called them Silk Soul. 
Silk, <laughs> Silk Sonic I mean, be better than. <laughs> I'm sure that was on the whiteboard in that meeting. Right. <laughs> Silk right. Soul, Which yeah. Word will <laughs> will go for us. Uh, will it be better than a possible Drake and Rose collaboration? Mm. Even though they will not sound anything alike. <laughs> Um, what do you guys think about the Biggie documentary? Tell us, let us know, yeah. tweet us everything that you believe in 280 characters or less. <laughs> Preferably on less. Twitter yeah. at RMTTY podcast. Again, that's at RMTTY podcast. Uh, get daily updates from us on Instagram at remind me to tell you again, that's at remind me to tell you. And then as always, this episode will be up on all streaming podcast platforms and specifically mainly on soundcloud.com slash remind me to tell you soundcloud.com slash remind me to tell you every other Monday. Mm -hmm. This was episode 109. Yeah. And that's it, D. You got anything else? That's a ribbity rap. That's a ribbity rap. I go by the name of MTZ. And I'm Dimitri. And this is Remind me to tell you with MTZ and Dimitri. Remind me to tell you with Remind me to tell you with Remind me to Remind me to Remind me to Remind me to Remind 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 Remind